Good afternoon, good afternoon, y'all. Let's keep it real with Miss Breakup. I hope you all can hear me nice and clear. This afternoon, I just wanted to come on here for a little minute and uh, share my thoughts on this question because um, I'm a very passionate person. And um, like I said, and I will always say this, I learn something new every day. You guys might not believe me, but truly and honestly, like I learn in honesty, like I learn something new every day. And I learn a lot of things through music because the messages that my mother has given me when I was growing up or well, has gave me when I was growing up, growing up were very inspirational and sometimes I hear those messages in the music that I listen to and it always makes me think and it I learn something new all the time about myself but um I was listening to Mary J Bly's song Good Morning Gorgeous featuring her and that song just I love that song like that's my song I'm I listen to that song every morning because that song is just such a beautiful, beautiful song. Like it, it's it's sending you different messages and giving you a whole bunch of vibes. And I love it all at once because I say to myself, good morning, gorgeous. And just listening to the song and listening to the lyrics when she's like, why do I? And I ask myself, like, why do I hate myself? You know, I, I'm, I'm mentally... You know, I'm mentally going through it. I'm spiritually going through it. And I'm physically going through it. You know, I need to appreciate myself more. Like, why am I hurting myself so much more? And I'm, I, I know what's gonna happen. I, I see things happening, and I'm yet not changing, or I'm still refusing to be in disbelief of something when it's right there in my face. So. When I res when that resonated with me listening to that song, you know, I think about my past and I said, damn, you know, why, you know, why did why do I hate myself? You know, or why did I hate myself in a past tense form? Because, you know, back then when I go through when I look back and I reflect on and I reminisce and I'm like, man, you know, I could have prevented a lot of shit, but yet I still made the choice to hurt myself, you know? And then you sit with yourself and you just be like, damn, you know, why did I hate myself? Or why do I hate myself in the present now where you know you're doing something or something is affecting you and you know you can control the situation by just making one change on your own to make a difference brings so much more to the table for yourself. And... It's just, it, it's so interesting how life is, but in a moment of things, when we do see things, in that moment, we're probably thinking through emotion. And, you know, that's why I say to myself that I have to always think logic in every situation, because at the end of the day, if I allow my emotions to take control over every situation, I'm going to be fucked. Like, it's just going to be stupid because had I not acted that way, I wouldn't have burned a bridge between me and this person. You know what I mean? I, I understand things in that sense. And I'm just like, you know, 
but it's like when enough is enough, you you have to make sure you're communicating fully with with people and really sitting with yourself to understand situations and instead of reacting so quickly, just sit and listen. You know? When people say things to me and it sounds very deep to me, like this is a very strong emotion that this person is expressing to me that I need to really think about this before I respond. And there are moments where I'm just completely silent for a good, you know, 20 seconds. And they look at me like they they get even more mad because they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, are you going to say something? And it's like, yes, I am. Just give me a moment because what you're saying is very heavy. And I want to get to the to to the root of the issue because I don't want to act off of emotions. I need to think logically about what you're saying and how I can piece those things together for myself so that I don't come off a certain way. I can't control you, but I can damn sure control me. And if I can control the situation in that sense, then I will do that. But there are other things that bothers you in a sense. Well, for me, I can speak for myself. I can't speak for others. But if you want to come up here and share your thoughts, please do. But even with myself on things that I want to do, like every time, you know, someone compliments my hair, I tell them, thank you know, thank you for complimenting me, my hair, you know, and I tell them I love their hair too. And they ask me what I do to keep my hair growing and all these other things. And I say, well, you know, um, I use this oil, you know, I use that. I try to do this, you know, I stopped doing that. And um, they get to the point to like, oh, that's nice. So what is your hair journey going to be like? And I say, well, my hair journey is going to be, uh, I want to dread my hair when I'm 30. And they're like, why you gotta, why you gotta wait till you're 30? And I said, because I just cut my hair and it's only been three years since I cut it. And yeah, it's grown back to the length from before, even a little longer. But, um, you know, I put that pause on myself to say like, you know, why don't I just do it now? But it's just, I still have my natural days. So that's what I want from me, but it's still like, I don't hate myself, but it's like, why won't I do it now? But, you know, I'm in a phase of still loving my natural hair. Hi, how you doing, Queen? How are you? Love and laughter, goddess. How you vibrating? I'm good. How are you? Divinely guided and very optimistic. Yes. I think that the title, and I say, I just was like, let me tap in and see what's, what's going on. It says, why do I hate myself? Have you ever asked yourself this question? Yes. And, you know, being a divinely guided, melanated goddess, you know, who grew up um, a certain way, we, 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 we're taught to hate ourselves. Yes. Instilled and conditioned in, in us because um, a lot of our natural attributes and things that we're born with is, has a stigma on it immediately. Big lips, wide nose, natural hair, you know what I'm saying? Butts, big butts, small waist, big titties, things mm-hmm. like that. And then turned around is actually what they adore the most about us. So yeah. also part of the plan is to make people hate what's, you know, most important and best about themselves. So other people can embrace it. Yes, I agree. And that's yeah. something I'm still battling, sister. Like for real, um, 
a recent conversation I had with my cousin, and that's why I bring up my hair and I was going to bring up body because it's true. You know, you have people around you that make you feel like you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that because your body's too curvy or, you know, this and that. And it does put an insecurity and it does, you know, it may, you might not notice it or you might be doing it unconscious, you know, subconsciously, but you're still doing it. And it's like, how do you recognize that? And how do you recognize, like, why do I hate myself? And where is it coming from? You know, get into the the issue and saying, I need to do this differently because it's not true. A lot of the root is our um, our mother. Yeah. Our our moms was taught to hate themselves. And it ain't even to hate themselves, it's to hate parts of them. Their their, their makeup, their their, their attributes, their hair. Because why do we perm our hair? Yeah. You know, um, I've been natural in my hair for six years. I cut it off last year. And now I got a really nice banging ass afro. But yeah. some days I find myself um, at odds with my hair. But then I just have to laugh and relax and know that it's the hair that's growing out of my scalp. And it's perfectly fine the way it is. However, I don't need to do it. I can just keep it, you know, keep it kept, keep it looking nice. Because well, all that shit about having to do our hair is, is some bullshit. <laughs> our hair is amazing. I just took twist out and just shook my hair shit looked dope but prior to me being on this journey and it really wanting to choose to unlearn and embrace my my myself i would think like this looks like it looks like a grown-ass black woman like somebody's auntie but that's who i am a grown-ass black woman i'm somebody's auntie (laughs) i have to be comfortable with like i'm looking like my auntie i'm looking like a grown-ass woman because a lot of these times too on social media and tv Everybody got lace fronts and long ass straight hair. That's not even us. Sister, yes. And you know, that's something I appreciate too, being natural. I can do anything to my hair and it comes out any texture, any any way, any any different uh, different patterns, you know, different styles. I'm grateful for that because I see that's like, you're right. Everywhere on social media, everyone is different and everyone is starting to look the same. And no one everybody got these edges, these slick downs and these eyelashes. Everybody I I take so much pride in now being comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. Even being dark skinned, I'm I'm very heavily melanated. I grew up um oh because my initials is BB. So people call me like black Britney, big eye Britney, butterfinger black eye Britney. I I grew up to hate myself. And uh it's because other children hate themselves and their color because they haven't been taught to embrace their true essence. Yes. Yes. There's no reason why children, other children, should be calling other people blacky, and you dark skinned and you ugly. That's we hate ourselves because we've been taught and conditioned to hate ourselves. We hate Africa. We yeah. do every tradition, but Africa. We 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 European as fuck out here. Yeah. Yeah. From the way we eat food to we to our church, to our daily tradition. How we, even when we praise in our religion and our beliefs, you know what I'm saying? So we we hate ourselves because we've never been taught to truly love ourselves. Yes. And so since I've been on my journey of self-love, it shows me how many people in my immediate family are very much conditioned. Like when I first went natural, people would look at my hair like, aren't you going to do it? And before I got like really in a place where I was calm and harmonious, I was like, bitch, aren't you going to do it? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> come for me. Because I will quickly for real. But then, like, you know what I'm saying? Aren't you going to keep perming your hair? Fucking up your follicles? Giving no. yourself... But, but then I had to stop that. Because I was like, okay, now you, you, you clap them back with wisdom. But you don't got to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because 
honestly, as I've kept going, I've been on my journey seven years, they see my lifestyle and how it has been very much positive for me versus like my auntie here, thin as a goddamn transparent. And she keep permanent. And she yeah. wanted to my, my hair was full like yours, it probably could be. But see, when you went, like when I first started going natural, I didn't know how to do my hair. I didn't know what to do with it. So it was confusion. Then you don't have nobody that wanted to help you because they ain't never did their hair. So it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Just perm your shit and go yeah. back to it. But I stuck it out. Just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You gotta, you gotta, once, once they see you not gonna give up, you know what I'm saying? And then now my hair be laid. And then they be looking at it like, like, wow, it's, it's curly, it's straight, it's, it's, it's all, it's magical. It's not ether. Yeah. <laughs> Our hair is the most dopest hair out here. It defies gravity. Yes. Yes, people kill. That volume texture in our in their hair, you know, people want that volume in their hair, and I see it more often than most. You know, like people having curls and brushing their curls out, not really leaving it curly. Like they're trying to add volume. It's interesting because volume is everything. Volume. Sorry. No, go ahead. When I first went natural, um, I didn't I didn't embrace my like my my afro. I had to have hella gel. I kept my shit gelled up, honey, to have it looking like Michael Jackson shiny, that wet look and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like a you know new age Jerry girl looking like you know what I'm saying soul glow type shit. And that I, that was still a form of self hate. Even though I was natural, I would not be out here with my. You know what I'm saying? Regular ass afro. I wouldn't. But now I love it. Girl, I be I love my hair so much now. And men love it too. Real men who know about what the real um essence of a woman, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's in our hair, our pheromones. Mm-hmm. Seeing scalp and shit is beautiful. Y'all got all these lace fronts and shit and these uh units. Y'all scalp is not even getting sunlight. And I'm not a wig hater because I, I just had a wig. I wear wigs still. I'm a Leo. I love to switch my hair up. But it's like when we doing it from a place of just because I want to switch my look up, I'm a woman and I can do that. That's great. But if you're doing it from I have to look a certain way to be presentable, that is self-hate. For real. Because mm-hmm. we don't be taught to embrace our naturally kinky, coily hair. It ain't nappy. It's kinky. It's kinky. It's coily. You know what I'm saying? It's textured. But we've been taught that our hair is nappy. And then I remember when my mom used to try to comb my hair with a rat tail comb. What the fuck is you doing? Yeah. You ain't my- even trying to get the right equipment. That's why it's frustrating. Yeah. I, I remember going through that as a child, too, growing up. I got my hair permed when I was young. My mom didn't want to do it, but my aunts were convincing my mom to do it because my hair was very, very long, but it was so thick. And it was hard to maintain. My mom used to get my hair, my hair braided and stuff, but she didn't know how to deal with my hair because I'm mixed. My mom's Native American and um, black. And my dad's from Barbados. So, you know, that hair texture together, I don't know. <laughs> it's not It's not the easiest. So my hair is really thick and just it, it, it needs water. And my mom didn't know that. But after... You know, I lost a lot of my hair when I was like 14. My mom helped grow grow my hair back. My mom had some growing hair fingers, man. My mom grew my hair back. When I grew my hair back, I just was like, I'm not going to do that. I'll just straighten it. Then I stopped straightening it. I recently cut my hair. I cut my hair during the pandemic. 
And um, I cut my hair, I think, 20, uh, 2020. And it's been three years now, going three years, or 2019, 20, some, some, somewhere around there. And I just cut it all off and grew it back. And it's back to the my texture, hair texture from when I was a kid. And it is still hard to maintain, don't get me wrong. But I've grown to love it because I know that water is, you know, the element to the root of my hair. And that's the only way that I can maintain it and, you know, curl it the way that I want to with water. But I got to let my hair dry. (laughs) You know, water is, is, you know, it's crazy because we've been taught to never just really get our hair wet. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We always not get our hair wet. Don't put water in your hair. But it's like water is... Water is the best friend. Yep. And then once it dry and I twist it and it stretch out, like right now I'm on the three-day stretch where I won't necessarily, I'll damp it, I'll mist it. You know what I'm saying? But water, if, if you, I don't let my hair get, I don't went through depression and then let my hair get matted up where you thought I was going to lock it. I just would put hair wraps on top of my afro. So just imagine how it was just, but what brought it back to life? Water. Mm-hmm. Water. <laughs> Yeah. Just wet that shit up and then put some. You don't even need conditioner. You can water is just water. It, it cleans you. It kills you. It's the best thing for you. Yes, water is water. That's mm-hmm. true. My own water. I, you know, I put um, I put rosemary and clovers, and I boil it in some water, and I boil it and boil it until it gets real dark. But I, I boil the water, I boil alkaline water with it because I don't want tap water or anything like that. Yeah, and that tap water, they, they, we ain't been really told about the tap water, how I got the the um, fluoride in there. It's been a lot, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of our self-hate is just also in, in, in due to the chemical imbalance we have in our body to not even, it's a lot. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's different from when, you know, you're growing up and you're learning, but I've learned so much just doing my research and I need to start writing my little remedies down, but I do that and I dilute it with more um, alkaline water, but I put it, you know, in the refrigerator to keep it cool all the time. Then when I style my hair, that's what I use to spray in my hair. My hair texture is, it gets soft and it just curls up nice. And I'll be like, damn, my hair is like, yes, queen. My crown's like, I love this. This is making me feel good and my hair is growing. And people always be like, dang, your hair is growing every time I see you. I'm like, you think so? I can't tell because. Yeah, it's, 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 um, different. So Added elements are to it. <laughs> Sorry. I was getting a phone. Uh, okay. I thought you Sometimes people hit mute to do what they got to do. Yeah. We can't see you, but <laughs> that's what I like about this tattoo that you can be. Naked, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for, I mean, shit, you could. Can't see me. Right, but, you feel me? We can have these deep uh, wisdom conversations. Yeah. But it's, and, you know, like, um, putting different things in the water also helps. Um, I like to use aloe vera, coconut oil, grapeseed oil, avocado oil. Yeah. But it's so important to make sure that we maintain, like, it's our hair is just like, grass we gotta water it we gotta give it sunlight yes we're this is like trees man like plants like flowers you know this is it it is what it is but people don't understand that you know 
or people are uneducated or don't, you know, don't reflect back on the ancestors, you know, and how they did hair back then. I mean, the Chinese, the, the Asians still do that. They, they wash their hair in, I think it's seaweed and aloe vera. And that's how they keep their hair silky and... See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of other cultures have traditions that they do to maintain, you know what I'm saying, different, the hair, their money, their wealth, just just a lot of different things that, as Black people, we don't have. Yeah. You know, and that, and that, that, that keeps us in alignment with their lifestyle, their practices, their beliefs, their spiritual um, way of living, because we don't really practice our own. Because even Hinduism, they got their own gods. Indian got their own. And then there's more than one. It's, it's so many different ways of why we, why we even hate ourselves that we still pray to sometimes somebody that looks completely opposite of us. That, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of programming and conditioning that goes on with, uh, with our people. Yes, it is. It's a lot of conquering and dividing and dividing and dividing. And it's just, some, it's just a domino effect at this point. Mm-hmm. And the only way that we can um, get ahead of it and break the generational traumatic experiences, because we're not cursed, we're just, we have experienced a lot of trauma and we have a lot of conditioning is to just start it right now and to be the person that makes the change and change your bloodline. But it, it takes a lot of work. It's not easy for the person that's the chosen one to, to do the work because you're, you're doing it for your lineage, your ancestral lineage. So that shit is hard. Yeah. It, it takes more than one, but you know, it's hard. It's hard. There's too many followers and all, there's not enough leaders and it's, it sucks. It really does suck because we don't have a balance of, you know, guidance and resources. All the resources that people like to adventure and through and go through with researching. Mm-hmm. People just easy way out so quickly it's like nah everything is time everything is patient yes time and patience and you have to be patient with yourself and be willing and wanting to 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 do it because within the time you got to be disciplined you know if you know you got a long journey ahead of you that's going to require a lot of work from you you got to go into it with a focused mindset and be disciplined and, and willing to to uh to get the work done and this word been coming to me for like months, but I never looked it up really. Cause I, since I've been on my spiritual journey, I've been learning new words like modality. I didn't know what the hell that was, but now I use it every day. Cause I'm a modality. I'm a laugh coach. So my throat chakra is a healing modality because I laugh, but mm-hmm. like certain words that we just didn't even know that we didn't have access to is we have been limited. So we have to unlearn and want to reteach ourselves so much every single fucking day. Yes. We have to. We have to unlearn. We have to undo the the things that that blocked us from advancing ourselves. Yes, and that's, that would lead me to the word devotion. Like when I had when when I had the word came to me, I didn't really know what I thought it was like something like kind of Christiany. I ain't even gonna lie. But then there's this devotion in your spiritual practice too, being devoted to your spiritual maintenance. You know what I'm saying? Purpose and being disciplined. Like I know this journey. You have your moments, you know what I'm saying? But like being able to be honest and know what you really want and have the balls to go for it, knowing that you are divinely guided and protected and knowing that God has your back or whoever you call upon, you know what I'm saying? That's when you, because you can't have fear and and faith in the same sentence. And that's why we hate ourselves a lot too, because we, we've been taught that we have limits 
So we, we, we hate ourselves mentally. It's a mental battle that we face because we feel like we don't have the same opportunities as other people, which we don't necessarily. But then we have opportunities to showcase our greatness. And we don't, we may not get the same, reap the same rewards as other people, but we are still able to display our greatness to a degree. So it just was like a lot of things that, you know, keep us hating ourselves, like even our lack of knowledge. Yeah. Being able to have uh, conversations that are about growth and expansion, you know what I'm saying? Because somebody's emotional intelligence can make them hate themselves because they don't, they're not emotionally intelligent enough to understand that it's conditioning you haven't done anything wrong yeah it's a it's, it's this journey boy of, of self-hate is so deep it really is because people i feel like there's a lot of us out here i mean i've been through it but there's a lot of us out here that don't look at ourselves to take care of ourselves because of what we're being told and it's like sometimes you do have to take a step away and you got to sit alone. You got to be by yourself to understand self. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of the biggest things I did in 2016 when I got like on my journey. I had a notebook and I learned everything about all my chakras. I learned everything about my natal chart. I learned everything just about my like my genetic makeup. You know what I'm saying? I had just learned every single thing about myself that was never taught like in school. We've been taught that we just black female, um, Republican, Democrat, you know what I'm saying? We ain't been taught that we are spiritual beings, having a human experience, that we have chakras, that we have, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of us don't even know ourselves to fully even love ourselves. So the, and and the journey of spirituality is not a rainbow and butterfly ass journey. Like people, you know, can think it is, it can cause depression. You have to be devoted to the outcome of what you know is going to happen. And then to know that you may not even see any results in this lifetime to a degree. This is for your children or your nieces and your nephews and your cousin. So they won't have this type of self-hate. So they won't grow up not having any, you know, knowledge about themselves, their history and things like that. Yeah. And that's something I appreciate my mom being that role model for me. Like I always think back, my mom passed away six years ago. And I try not to think about her pain and think about the happiness, the joyfulness that I've experienced, you know, the passion between me and my mom, that, that bond we had and look at her as my role model because she was always confident. She had her dreads, like fucking dreads was down to her ass. Like she was, she walked into a room, people love her. Like my mom was just that spiritual being that you want to that that energy you want around you it was just loving unconditional love and I try to reflect back on that instead of reflecting back on the people I was surrounded by and family and sometimes it comes from the home first you know your family be the one that put a lot of insecurities and trauma onto you about yourself and you have to undo that too so it was like yeah that's where it starts in the household it's literally family Yes. It's your decisions and your values. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Every child out here is just is just a, a walking example of what's going on in their household. What their parents think, what their parents know, don't know. You know what I'm saying? How they were raised. You know what I'm saying? So it's, that's why, you know, we have to we gotta undo it. Teach ourselves. Because they didn't know a lot. And it's ignorance is a bliss. If they didn't know, they didn't know. 
and if they were taught to hate themselves because of society, then you know that too, that you blame that on society, you blame that on the trauma that they went through, and it's just cycling hurt people, hurt people. Yes, hurt people, hurt people, and healing people help other people heal. Because I don't ever feel like really in this lifetime that we'll be fully healed until that's when we like ascend up out of here. But that's when you like, all right, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like ascension is like you completed the game. Yes. Game of life. And then we ascend. That's why I used to always get caught up on the destination. Now I just appreciate the journey. Because when you get somewhere, you ever notice now it's another place to be? Oh, it's yeah. like, okay, all right. So I got here and it's because there's new levels. And then you know how we look at life is really different. We're on a spiral. We're on a, we're on a constant loop. So it's just different levels, levels, lessons in the loop. Yeah. It's so like levels of lessons and it's like you keep learning and learning and learning it's it's a non-stop cycle mm -hmm. and that's why you know being able to find joy in the journey is is important to find humor in your healing because if we always healing is linear so that means it's always going to be happening every day is a day to heal to experience something new to do some shadow work something like that so in the midst of all of that, it's important to, to to laugh and relax. Don't get so caught up on the fact that I'm healing again today. Damn, nigga, I did not just heal yesterday. You know what I'm saying? It's like every day because it's so much that we are unlearning and relearning. Simple shit, even money, economics, how we eat, how we think, yeah. how we process, you know what I'm saying? Trauma, mental health. It's so many bags to unpack. Yeah. But that's why like self-hate amongst melanated people is something that has been going on for so long and sometimes you don't find that the self-love amongst the people who taught you self-hate so i had to be okay with like laughing and releasing people temporarily to find a tribe of people who are rediscovering self-love you know to be in a tribe environment to make you not feel bad because self-hate you know what i'm saying and to hate yourself can come from people that don't make you feel like you deserve to be loved and that you are loved. Yes. Because you are loved. You are loved. In the physical form. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Love is is, is important. And that's really all we, we have at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Is love, love of self. And self-preservation is so important to maintaining your mental health. Because, like, when you have self-hate and when you hate yourself, you limit your life, you know, in your experiences. And then you may want to just be like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. I'm going to just unalive myself and just maybe try again. And then your soul is like, the experiences and all that is still here. It's in your soul. It ain't even in this physical body. This was just a vessel. Yeah. Now, here we go. Got to do this shit over again. Now, you born into a whole another family with some weird-ass shit. And then we don't need, like, I, I low-key wanted to, like, when I do pass away, wanted to come back and be my son's best friend. That's what it's meant to be. I love to be my son's best friend. But I was trying to manipulate my spirit and shit, and you know what I'm saying? Talking about, I can just be his friend and he ain't got to know it's me. We're just it's a lot of shit because we have feelings and, and emotions evolved in where we need to be releasing certain things. Because self-hate, like, and love and hate is very similar. They're so close. They both produce oxytocin. They both produce by oxytocin. Yes, they do. You know, I was just studying this last night. That's hilarious. I just made a video about like how oxytocin, you know, is the, the drug, the hormone for love and generosity, empathy and trust. But then it also has the opposite behavior, such as like loathing, 
uh, gloating and uh, jealousy. You know, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's a very catch-22 because people that can love you and watch you, you know, go from living in the matrix with them every day to unlearning and becoming this new butterfly, it can turn into jealousy and hate. And then they can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make you feel like you wrong for wanting to live this life. Like, it done been a lot on the on, on the journey for a lot of people who have been experiencing um, a lot of the feeling of self-hate and unworthiness and this is too much. And it's because a lot of times our environment is not conducive to the new self-love that we are trying to instill into ourselves. Yeah. And that's something I say I, I've experienced when my brother, like, taking care of him and undoing the things that he thought was loving from family and it separated his his memories and his love for my mom he you know I'm sorry, I got a. I'm sorry, I got a. Um, but hello? hello, can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Okay, I'm sorry, I got a phone call. Somebody, I don't know who keep calling me, but they got the wrong number this time. But um, <laughs> I um, I I forgot what I was saying, girl. Oh, it's not about you know, we were just talking about like having to unlearn and relearn and be okay with that but you were saying something about I think like your brother oh yes my brother like having to teach him like too like after after my mom passing away and how family was treating him but how family always treated him I had to you know unlearn that and reteach him the memories of what he was so off focus from and then he'll be like oh yeah I remember this I remember that and it's just as simple as just showing love and giving love and reminding, you know, them reminding him where the place of love comes from, because it's hard where you when you're grieving and no one is supporting you in that sense because they're just oh you need to be strong oh you need to get over oh is they gone now there's nothing you can do about it type of way it gets it, it puts you in a depressing state of mind where you don't know if you even like how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm, exactly it caused you to have internal confusion mm-hmm. and one thing that came to me i went when did i start saying this i think this year confusion is an illusion and you know because all of this is an illusion so when you like what, what my focus like when i find myself be getting too lost and too confused and too all caught up in just chaotic energy i have to just really no matter how much i still don't understand just calm the fuck down yeah. just realize this is not even, this is a simulated reality. How are you letting something that's not even real penetrate your peace? You, you reincarnated as a joyful ex- being to have a human experience. Get back in alignment with that. And it takes a while, you know what I'm saying, to transition. But then what I've noticed is that when I allow myself to realign with that energy, that things start happening because you, you're aligning back with limitless miracles, with self-love. You, you'll feel a different energy. You'll feel better about yourself. So it's like, you know, once we begin to really learn information it's about now the application yes 
the application is important because I just I just told myself in meditation today like I'm at I'm acting way too earthly. And even if I I don't know, I still know, and I have to act like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to you, you got to because anything else, but what, what the opposite of love is hate, and you got to love yourself and know that you deserve the best. You deserve peace. You deserve to live a life of luxury. And it ain't even just about having a lot of money, but money is freedom to create experiences. How you know you're going to have break generational wealth? You don't have generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? Being able to take your family on trips and be that rich auntie. You know what I'm saying? So we have to, our relationship with money also keeps us in a real big energy of self-hate because then we can't afford to provide ourselves the things we need, healthy food, good clothing, keep our hair looking nice because these natural products are not cheap. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, like our, a lot of our problems stems from you know financial situation because we have a hateful relationship with money. We think that white people are the only ones that are rich. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's a rich thing is to have a lot of money or they got a lot of problems. Broke people be we we be okay because we be settling. Yeah, settling for people be settling for less. Don't want to expand and go for more. We got to expand our minds. We got to expand. We got to step out of the box that we, that people, most people put themselves in. Yep. Cause that financial box, you know, like, um, I'm, I'm planning to have a conversation with someone today about some financial shit that need to be just have a, a healing conversation. You know what I'm saying? With my divine guy parental. And um, <laughs> I'm just preparing myself mentally. Cause I, I'm just, we too much in control of our realities to a degree to co-create. Let me say that, that, we can allow other people who are not healing and not, you know what I'm saying, doing the work to make you feel any type of way than what you are. And sometimes just, you know, even if you can't have a conversation with people, you got to be okay with like distance. Like when I'm working, if, if this conversation don't go, maybe how, how I expect it, ain't going to be no love lost, just more love found. It ain't going to be no hate. But yeah. It's, it's, it's so crazy how, um, no, it's not even crazy. It's purposeful how the disruption in the black household is 20 as they say 2022 and is still so rampant that people be having to still feel scared to talk about mental health and financial stability and saving money and things with their parents or with their aunties and their grandma you know mm-hmm. it's is as well or having a conversation about like natural hair eating organic eating healthy or just just anything like we we have been so conditioned and the fact that you can't even have these type of a healthy conversations with people shows the the lack of emotional intelligence and the indoctrinated self-hate yeah that's all we just have like whole space from a distance i feel like sometimes too because if you allow too many people to penetrate your piece it brings your vibrations down automatically yeah because, you know, love, you know, we were talking about love. Love is a vibration. Hate is a vibration. Hate yes. vibrates low. Love vibrates high. Yes. I remember when I first went Nashville, how people reacted, like, family and certain friends. And I'm just like, um, I don't care what you think, but I know that it's going to look good. <laughs> did they ever say it to you in a serious way? Because you know how sometimes we throw shit out there in microaggressions as jokes. So did you ever hear it, like, Oh damn, your hair is messed up. All right. Oh, okay. I see you. Like they try to, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I read all through that. You don't see even see me. No. <laughs> but 
but it's just because you know it's 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 a lot of conditioning it's it's a lot oh, yeah you know i didn't even um eat a salad or eat any healthy food until i went until i became 30 years old and went vegan and i, I, I don't push anybody to live any way that they don't choose to live but it just goes to show you that like if I'm, I'm telling my family there's like i ain't ate healthy or a salad or nothing my whole life y'all sitting here watching me eat this food like i'm just over here eating pieces of boo-boo y'all watching me oh my god what is that a chickpea you know what i'm saying but it's like how much do you you not love yourself enough to give your body healthy nourishment like oh that was it was i was operating out of a place of like not intentional self-hate but just ignorance is a bliss yeah so once I became aware and then I still kept kind of doing certain things that was not conducive to my health, you know, I was like, okay, so now this is a form of self-hate. Yeah. This is a form of self-hate. So I had to like make a choice. Like I wouldn't even be alive today, but it was just crazy at how many, like Thanksgiving last year, I was at my family house and everybody told me, well, I'm going to eat my ham. Eat the ham. It ain't going to make me shit. I really don't care. I'm not judging you. I still love you. I just want to just chill out and have a good time with family. People be um, self-conscious about their own way of living. And that's something that I have to just move forward. I'm telling myself every day, I'm okay with that. People's uncomfortable, uncomfortability in the choices that they make. And because it, it can't penetrate me because then I start moving differently. And it's not like, it's like you, you're not intentionally trying to hurt nobody. You're just doing what's the best for you. Yeah. Like, like, like people, like, like, when people try to put, for example, a piece of meat on my plate, girl, just eat the meat. And it's like, how you know I, I won't have a deathly reaction and die? You know what I'm saying? People have this, hate is comes in so many forms. They can hate your lifestyle. They can be hating on you. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, let people do what they need to do for the greater good of their well-being. You know, but a lot of people, we, we, we are, a lot of people are on the brink of always crying. I learned this as being a lab coach. And I was like, how the hell am I a lab coach? And I'm experiencing depression and anxiety and my own chronic stress in my life. But everybody has a purpose. And even if you're not fully healed, God gave it to you for a reason. You cannot just be like, I'm not ready, God. Like, you're already ready. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what, what I've learned is that, like, it's a lot of underlining hate that we, not, uh, self-hate that's, that's, that's hurting us. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 uh, then the word hate is so strong. I haven't even used it this much in a long time, but because words are powerful. So I've been working on just really maintaining and maintaining my vocab about how I speak. Yeah. My mom (laughs) never understood it really until I got older in high school, but I appreciate that knowledge of language, how we use it, how we express it. Cause you know, I didn't even know like spell is spelling. We just doing this a whole live. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is right in our face. Spelling, spell. You know what I'm saying? We writing stuff, and then we'll be speaking. Like that's deep. That was like one of the most one of the most powerful ways that you can reverse certain things in your body. Yeah. I mean, right here, my toe hard as hell, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm not claiming the pain. I'm not the pain. I'm not the pain." I just started laughing, and then I didn't even feel the pain. Yep. Yeah, like, and, and, and when you are an advocate, whatever your purpose is as a healer or heal yourself or whatever, the per- you're going to be experiencing so much in your life. It's going to be like, like back-to-back drive-bys of negative thoughts. You just got to be, <laughs> you got to come harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and what I've learned is that I don't mind how people 
view me anymore when I'm in my joy, when I'm choosing to laugh and stay, because people will watch you self-destruct, you know what I'm saying, and have a burnout and go through the worst experience of your life and just still watch you and judge you. And then now that you are birthing into a beautiful, joyous being, the opposite, they still look at you the same way. So it's like, it don't even matter. Just do you. But people accept your your burnout and your breakdown easier and more normalized than you being a joyous being. Because it's weird. All you want to do is laugh or be happy. But do y'all not know how it feels to live in self-hate? Yes. That shit is terrible. It is terrible. Like, I, oh my God. Like, just unmotivated. I, I used to sleep with, a, I used to have a hoodie on and then be under a blanket, under a blanket, in the fetal position. Just for no reason. Just hating, just like, wasn't nothing going right. My eyes didn't look right. My tongue is big and wide. I got a lisp, a retainer in my hair. I just kept finding faults in myself. And, and this spiral, and like, that spiral, that spiral really takes a toll on people. People don't understand when you spiral through negativity, you fucking spiral. Yeah, it, it like when you spiraling, you collecting dirt and dust from other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's added on top of it. You know what I'm saying? Because like on the, to me, I love how you just said that because when you're spiraling down, you're all. I feel like when I had my downhill spiral, I had one this summer. I ain't gonna lie, but I, it was it started with one thing, and then I went to another unhealthy experience situation, and then that added more like dust and dirt onto the negative thoughts I was already thinking. Because your negative thoughts attract situations and people around you. So on the way in this spiral, I was attracting people that was feeding the negative thoughts, feeding the hurt, feeding how I felt about myself that wasn't healthy. So you got to like, that spiral is vicious. Yes. It really is. But you got to know how to break out of it and grab on hold to yourself. Mm-hmm. What has been like some of like your practices that you utilize to help you when you feel as if you are possibly going down that spiral? I listen to music. Um, I listen to like Marvin Gaye, Al Green. I listen to those musics because that separates me from what I'm experiencing in the moment. And when I say that is the message in the music back then resonates with me, relates to me, but isn't in my present. Mm. So I can listen to that and it'll help me cool down with myself and say, you know what? Everything is going to be all right. You know what I mean? Or, you know, I got to keep going with the flow and just find another way. And that helps me. But I also, too, like to be in nature. So I have to be outside. You know, mm. I have to be in nature. I have to be among the trees. I have to be able to feel the wind. I have to be able to hear it. I have to be able to hear the birds. I want to be a part of the one again so that I can keep striving to be that unstoppable as I am. I, I am unstoppable, but when I lose that, maybe I'm not unstoppable. That's what I have to do to drag, pull myself back. So I listen to music a lot and I do write a lot too. I make poems and that will resonate with me letting it all go kind of thing. I'm writing it down to let it go. I write a lot of poems and I don't even reread them because I've kind of been there, done that. 
But when okay, I do, okay. yeah. So, but when I do revisit my poems, I it gives me a memory of why I wrote it, and then I know why, and I'm like, damn, I really came a long way. But yeah, I, I was gonna ask you, do you keep them? You gonna have like a scrapbook? What? You, how you gonna make this like a collection? Or you know, I'm I, I'm an artist in so many different ways. I have so many things that I'm doing and I'm writing a book, I'm writing a few books, writing scripts, writing this, writing that, and I paint and I do a lot of things, but it's so hard to manage all those things with podcasting, but I still do it because I still write my poems because I can write any time, any kind of story out of it, you know, and when I reflect back on poems I wrote when I was 16 and how they affect my now, I'd be scared because I can't believe that I predicted something so crazy that I probably never would have thought, but because it was a feeling that I had, I chose to write it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's beautiful. I love to uh, to write. Like one of my main outlets is um, writing music as well, because music is medicine, and being in nature. Like the nature, and it's so crazy how like even growing up as Black people, sometimes we don't even we, you better not be outside. You know what I'm saying? If it's yeah we have a lot of different things like even you know so i love being outside barefoot hugging trees i thought i was gonna be able to go outside barefoot and hug a tree today but it's raining here in california and then i got my afro i don't want to wet it so i'm just honestly trying to not trying to i am allowing myself to transmute any pre-plans that i had and allowing spirit to realign me with something that's going to be still conducive to the frequency that i'm residing on because Mm -hmm. even though i don't celebrate new year's on december 31st but that's a false ass lie but Mm -hmm. I wanted to just get out in nature because we in hibernating season. So just just feel grounded and connected. You know what I'm saying? Because I woke up today feeling weird, but then I got a sense of calmness when I just talked to myself from with, with no words. I just yeah. talked to myself with my higher self. And she was like, you need to go hug a tree. You need to get, get your black tourmaline. You know what I'm saying? Visualize the color red at your root, bright as hell, clear. You know, and then say yo, say yo. I call mine laugh formations, and because I'm a laughologist, I'm a laugh yogi. This is what I do. So I'll just say like, I'm divinely guided and protected. I'm willing to release, laugh and release anything that's not serving my highest vibration. I laugh and release any thoughts of lack and scarcity mindset from me. I am always provided for anything that I need. Always come to me with ease and grace, with a smile on my face. I say, laugh to stay. <laughs> yes, I love that queen. Yes. Yeah, you know, like. Especially, like, I'm a, I, I, part of my purpose is to transmute because I help other people. And it ain't like I don't pay attention to my own needs and my self-preservation, but I know that, like, if I'm a conduit for universal energy, allowing my light to shine bright into the lives of those around me, when I help light other people, it keeps me lit. Yes. So I can't let depression stop me because that means it's out here stopping other people. And, I, and I'm out here the whole fool in the tarot deck. I'm the whole magician. We transmuting and laughing that shit out. <laughs> like, because laughter is the best medicine. And I'm so grateful to be able to teach people how to utilize it as a tool, not just comedy show, but it's actually really a tool. It is. And it's a, it's, a, it's a good healing tool. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I had to use it today to laugh away uh, the fact that I I felt I let myself down. Spirit was like, what, what, what was you holding yourself to what? 
you measuring yourself to, to your best, but you haven't even began to be your best yet. You still on your journey. Ease and grace, baby. Ease and grace. Put that smile back on your face. Now get out there and get in the game like fourth quarter pressure. <laughs> get back on out there. Man. It is so crazy. I love your accent. You remind me of my mom friend. Her name Poochie. She's from New York. <laughs> you know her name like Poochie. They say our, our accents are similar, but I, I hardly feel that way. Where are you from? I'm from Boston. Damn. I really thought you were from like New York. You were giving me all the way. Yeah. See, they say some Bostonians have that New York. But I mean, there's a lot of people that say Boston, but I don't, I'm not, you know, I just say Boston, but it's everybody has a different accent. Everybody say I have an accent, but I don't see it. But I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> We're close to cities. Cities are close. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. So I have a very neutral accent, the way I talk. But somebody told me the other day, I sound like I have an accent. I I don't. You know, yeah, you know yeah. even shit like that can be a part of self-hate. I had a homie that was from New Orleans, Nolans, and he, I loved the way he talked. He was so sexy. I used to always yes. like talk. I to love him. Yes. Oh my but God. But he, he, he did not like the way he talked. He said he sounded like slow. He was oh. like, you pronounce it because I'm, you know, my, he said, did not like talking in front of people because he had a very thick accent. He, I hate my talk. I hate the way I talk. And it's like, bro, that shit is sexy. Yes. I'm excited and right now. Please. But see, it's like that. Feel that way for real, and you do sound like you have a country, but not very country. I was gonna say you said Nebraska. I was gonna say somewhere up in Ohio, somewhere around there. I was not really close, but now you know I, I left Omaha and moved to Houston. And one thing, I'm an actress, so I, I honestly, I'm trying not to talk like you because I always pick up on people' accents, and then they be like, "Why are you trying to talk like me now?" And I'm like, "It's not on purpose. I promise." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm a chameleon here because my accent is very plain so I, I am able to like just talk like people it picks up on people but that's why I'm putting that gift to use as an actress yes make all this shit work make it all work it was all master all the trades mm-hmm. it is really raining right now what is the weather like in boston right now it was raining and it's kind of drizzling but not you know but it looks sad outside (laughs) okay and it's 52 degrees it's 57 here 54 degrees it's that weird weather we had for for uh, Christmas, <laughs> we had like it was like seventy eight, almost uh freaking eighty degrees. Really, we could have just stayed right in that energy. That's that's good weather. I'm trying to. That's I'm. I need to be somewhere warm again, man. I be feeling like that because look, I was just about to say something about my son, and then he pop up on my timeline. He lives in Omaha. I have a child that's twelve, so he lives in Omaha, where I'm from, <laughs> and and he's there cold as shit right now. Yeah, that is a cold place to be. And I I, I kind of wanna um 
uh, I'm actually planning to go back to Omaha, honestly. Yeah. I know it's because I'm, I know I'm breaking generational traumatic experiences and um, I can't do cer- certain things from too far away. But because um, that's the thing too, like how you how you parent your child, you know, we've been taught that like mom, well, I don't know if you're a mom and I'm a mom. So like I got a lot of slack at first about me living in California and my son living in Omaha, but I already spoke to God. I spoke to the creator and they told me, you know, because we choose our parents too. No matter how fucked up they treat us, we choose them to treat us fucked up to learn lessons. But anyway, so I used to, I didn't try to go back to Omaha quite a few times just on the strength of my emotions. And God was like, you can't move like that. You, you, you provide for him. It may not be, you know what I'm saying, seeing him, but you provide. And mm-hmm. stop hating yourself. Stop yeah, feeling like well, you, you're, you're not doing what you feel you need to do as a mother because of there. what other people taught you. Yeah. And then this is the thing too, like my parental, my divine feminine, she has a lot to say about me, how I uh, do certain things for my son. But then I'm like, are you going to like step in and help me out? You the one out there. You want to do this. So it's like, okay, please shut up. Joyfully. Because yeah. some people want to just judge you from the outside. They don't even have no chance on helping you. Yeah. They don't understand. It's like, but it's you too type of thing. And it's like, you know, everybody has a Kobe Bryant in their family. Somebody that can really change the, tra- the trajectory of their family and their financial situations. Yeah. And that's me. But it's crazy because I have no, like, family support in regards to the purpose that I have for my whole entire family. So I just, I, Spirit was like, stop doing things for everybody and do things for you. And then they're going to just benefit from your overflow. Yeah, and they're not gonna want to help you in the process of what you do benefit. Cause you, cause what I'm doing is talking about um, <laughs> mental health and uh, subconscious programming. Girl, they don't, don't nobody want to hear that shit. And I had to be okay with that. I had to not hate them. Like nigga, y'all got me out here and hate myself. Y'all gonna hear this? But I'm like, nah, damn, they, they, when you, when your light shine bright, they're going to automatically see it. I ain't got to go put my light in their face. I'm a Leo. It's going to automatically shine if I just do the work, be in my purpose and not do, and just be love. So I, I got number love for everybody in my family, no matter, despite how they be trying to treat your girl. Cause when you realize like hate takes so much. Yes. Hate takes a lot of energy out of you too. Mm-hmm energy it does drain you man yeah i'd be like i don't see how people are so miserable and can keep hate so heavy in their heart it's like don't wait till it's too late don't because if you because because you know even hate turns into disease yes yep I learned that, like, as I've been healing my body, because I was sick my whole life. That's why I went vegan. I didn't do it for animals shit. I just knew that I didn't even really, honestly, no shade against animals. But I, I didn't, wasn't like, all right, this pig about to be alive. I really, that was not my purpose. I just wanted to save my life. Y'all are saved in the process. But um, when I became vegan and I started meeting other vegan people, I, they some of the shadiest ass, judgmental, shallow people. Y'all doing this shit for animals and y'all still sick. I'm not going to give up bacon and fried chicken to eat tofu and bullshit and still be sick. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. 
So that's why even being, I'm not vegan, I'm, I'm plant-based because there's levels. Our ancestors ate healthy and they didn't consider themselves to be vegan. That's a colonized word. Yeah. They plant-based. They ate of nature. And then it, when they ate meat, it was like bison. It was original meat. A lot of the shit out here is spliced. It ain't even real. And it's all genetically bioengineered. So it ain't even what our ancestors even ate. Like, I don't shame anybody. It's just like, unless you in the kitchen making that shit from scratch, I, I'm not fucking with it. But I like being in the kitchen making stuff from scratch. I'm a whole, I'm big on the inside. It may not show, honey, but I, I'm, I'm trying not to eat right now. I'm trying to just wait. I love food. <laughs> But it's like, you know, um, I have to have a healthy relationship with, with food because a lot of my self-hate came from me eating in my feelings. And then I didn't like how I looked. Um, I didn't like I had acne. I never had bad acne, but I would get like a pimple from food. So, man, because food is a weapon of mass destruction. They don't talk about it. I'm, a, I'm actually about to go do a live and talk about that, about good mood food and how food affects your mood, especially this time of year between October and like February, it's a lot of bullshit. A lot of food that be giving people because we love them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when my son, when I went vegan, my son did, and they were trying to make it seem like I'm doing the most for him, but I reversed his asthma. It's like, nigga, he can breathe now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't had allergies no more. You heal your body with natural, just natural, just eating what's from the from the ground. Cause I had no choice. I had my I had never ate a salad. I never even ate fruit. <laughs> really? Yes, until I turned thirty. Wow. Yeah. I remember people, people used to. Uh, I know mean, I got an Olive Garden out there, right? Yeah, we got Olive Garden. So I used to get soup salad and breadsticks, and people were like, "Why are you getting this salad?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Cause I'm gonna eat it this time." And then, girl, people would put money on the table and stuff. Really? Because I, I would never eat the salad. They like, damn, it's just salad. I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I hated eating healthy. It was a form of like, I just couldn't, I couldn't eat peaches. I didn't like none of that shit. Damn. Yep. And it's, that's, sis, when I tell you, my body was dehydrated. It was not oxygenated. I had my, uh, I had heavy metals in my body. Blood was toxic. Um, lymphatic system, like the trash. And it was just because, like, my whole entire life, I never detoxed, never ate healthy. Like, nobody encourages children to, if they don't want to eat it, they ain't going to eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I started eating healthy and I would make my son eat fruit and vegetables, people were like, why are you forcing him to eat that shit? Nigga, it's fruits and vegetables. For real. Like, because we don't even realize, like, what self-hate is. Like, not being able to eat healthy or to talk yourself out of eating healthy, that's self-hate. It's a form of it. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't even be alive. I'm like, damn, girl, you done came a long way. You eating chickpeas? Arugula? Shit you ain't never even heard of. I love chickpeas. I'm Caribbean, so we put yeah, that in. Like Caribbean, y'all know stuff. No. <laughs> Yeah, we I we put all types of shit in our soup: celery, chickpeas, peas, lima beans. Like we do it all. And see, like you know, 
a lot of a lot of black people we just have soul food yeah that's it we just got soul food we don't even do italian we don't do jamaican i never we never did jamaican in my house we never did mexican we never did like we never stood out we never got outside of american yeah. and and american dishes we don't it's a lot of pork belly and for Omaha, we got home of the beef so we had a lot of pork a lot of beef so like a lot of my you know your, your self-hate come from what you also intake into your body you know how, what what are you able to to um comprehend because food is 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 information and like i don't never force somebody out right now i'm not saying this to make anybody feel bad about what they eat at all just be mindful yeah even here in california me being vegan when i first got here i got so caught up eating unhealthy shit that my body was like girl you might as well just go hang some chicken you might as well just really go ahead and eat this goddamn chicken but like, you know, I had to love myself enough to just, cause food is an addiction. I was addicted to food. I'm going to be having a comedy special about this. It's going to be called my hilarious addiction to food. Yeah. Like it's funny cause I'm alive and I'm, and I made it through it, but being addicted to food is like people that's on crack. They be disappearing, gone. I, I don't want people to see me stuff in my face. Cause I ain't about to eat you. I'm about to go the fuck in. It's about to be slightly gluttonous looking. It might look like I'm a... Uh, like, I ain't never had a meal before in my life. But that's literally, like, you know, addictions. You know, like that, it, that also comes from, like... That is, that is our addiction, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for allowing me to come on to your live and have this conversation with you. I don't want to keep you too long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and no, I appreciate it. We got 58 people up in here now. I, I said we was able to manifest 68 people up in here yes i feel the energy work mm-hmm. let me pour me a cup of water and i'm about to go live on my wisdom do a little hilarious tidbit yes it was right. good happy yeah. i just started following you on here Yes. Thank you for coming up here and being brave enough to speak about those things because it is something it is something to it's you have to be able to to give wisdom, you gotta be able to accept those things to get to the wisdom. I say. I appreciate you for holding this space. Yes. Yeah, so have a great rest of your day. I'll be pulling up on another live again. Or if you ever choose to come on to one of mine i'm most definitely open to it as well yes i for sure will follow you please do and then i'm gonna look on your page and see if you're on social media or something stay tapped in over there as well I like supporting people in their endeavors and what they be doing yeah for sure for sure okay bet have a great rest of your saturn day stay peaceful stay protected yes. stay purposeful and prosperous yes thank you and happy new year to you and blessings same to you a lot to say <laughs> <laughs> but it's real y'all you know you gotta gotta learn to love yourself but i am too about to get myself situated because i'm about to do my beautiful crown she needs some tending so i gotta love on her today into the new year and get her nice and styled up so that 
my crown is looking popping when I go back to work. Not to say that my crown don't always be popping, but you know, I want to always make sure she's good doing that natural, that self-care, all of that, my routine, keep it going, keep it flowing. But I hope you guys have a blessed and safe new year. You know, don't drink and drive. If you have a place to go to, make sure you go somewhere you're safe. If you're going out and clubbing, be safe. Make sure you're keeping an eye out on your drinks. Like, today's world is crazy. And it's not as if it wasn't crazier before. It's just now we're seeing this. We're seeing it. And we need to be more aware of it. And I I just want everyone to be safe and have a blessed year. Celebrate this last year and just push forward into the new year to continue to learn, to continue to love on you, and to really strive for greatness. We only have one life to live in this moment that we know of. So you got to make sure you put in the effort to do what you got to do by any means necessary for you without hurting people along the way, because we're all one. What you say about the next, you're talking about you. So as you speak into a mirror of our, as you speak into the mirror of the universe, just know that whatever you say reflects back onto you. But one love, y'all. Stay blessed. Stay true to you. And I will hear from y'all in the next year. I can't wait because the next topic is going to be... Y'all get ready. It's going to be real. One love.